texting creates a way that it's like fake empathy. You get the full potency of their presence. Hi my loves, welcome back. When it comes to understanding boundaries, you have to first understand energy. Everything is energy. What that means is that you as a person, your energy, the person that you're talking to over text is energy and the communication itself is another entity of energy. And as you are texting, you're transmitting energy between each other, transferring energy. So the law of energy in this universe is no energy can be created nor destroyed. So you're just transferring, transmitting energy back and forth. And a lot of the times when you're constantly just on your phone and texting or messaging multiple people and giving out your energy that way, you get drained. And no wonder people are doing so many phone cleanses and social media cleanses. It's because they're sending out all their precious energy, especially very early in the day when they're checking their phone right away and they're responding to emails, responding to text messages, responding to messages. They're sending all the energy away. So I'm here to say that it's totally fine and it's actually recommended that you have boundaries for texting, boundaries for using your phone and communicating with others because whatever energy you're sending out just through your phone, that is depleted and you'll have less energy for the things that you actually want to do for example if that is your work or maybe it's even exercise it's taking care of your pets and your whatever it is your other activities for later on that is becoming drained and i'm not saying that you should not have these connections over your phone maintain these connections and these energetic cords with people through texting because it's a great way for people to stay up to date of what's going on. Maybe there's something quick that you can update them on. But this back and forth texting is a huge energy drainer. And the three topics are dating. When you're dating someone or you're just single, but you're dating, you're dating multiple people and you guys exchange numbers. Oh man, <laughs> that's when so much of your energy can be simply depleted without even meeting them. And there's so much more of a magic and connection that happens when you meet people in person and you can test out if there is that chemistry, that connection that you can't get over the phone because you have their entire presence with you. If you're just texting back and forth and then they say something that you know you don't like or they're using a lot of your energy and they're constantly just texting back and forth and you constantly feel like you need to reply, 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 that's actually going to that actually does more harm to the actual connection of you two individuals than it is to actually add value. A lot of times I would say texting creates more drama than actually adds value to a dating relationship when you're getting to know each other. So at the beginning, let's just say that you met on a dating app. There's so many dating apps, whether that's Hinge, maybe that's Tinder, I think people use like food or FUD or, or something like that, Bumble. All those apps when you're messaging different people and you're replying and you're responding, you're liking and so forth and they exchange numbers before you meet. Oh my gosh, no wonder people get so tired of dating. It's because they're sending so much energy out and yes, they might be getting some energy in, but is that energy actually positive? Is it helping them? Do they feel better? Most of the time, oh, you're not using your energy wisely. It's not a wise use of energy. Your energy management is off. 
what I recommend rather than being texting buddies is you immediately just set up a time to meet up. You pick a place or as a female, you can be in your feminine more so I can suggest I love to meet up and then they can set the actual date and the logistics as the masculine. And if you're the masculine, step up and if you're interested in this lady, set some logistics, tell her the date and time and then show up and then you can actually exchange your energies and see how that actually resonates rather than wasting it on texting. In terms of talking about your problems or celebrating good news through texting your friends, that actually also depletes a lot of your energy and I would say the return that you get is not as satisfactory as actually calling someone and hearing their voice that's at a much higher frequency than just doing the texting and the words and it's very impersonal. I know sometimes when something major happened, oh my gosh, there was a huge accident, oh my gosh, what happened at the road, oh my gosh, what happened in this relationship with these friends and you with these people, all of that really important news, the empathy that you would love to receive or that you love to give is actually diluted through texting and it's because texting creates a way that it's like fake empathy it's like you share the entire context of what has happened and you're looking for empathy or looking for some encouragement some support so some sort of emotion you would like to feel and you'd like that person to evoke onto you but because when you send that, that person is like doing something else with their day, there's time that passes and then, and there's expectation that a oh, sooner response, hopefully, but that person might actually be busy or they might be going through some, through some things as well, that whatever energy that they're in or they're not in, that dilutes their empathy. And then when they send that response to you, most of the time you're going to be disappointed. It's not going to feel as good as if you're able to actually have those connections in person and connect with them and have the response and their presence in with you. A lot of the times when we share in person, what makes it feel so great is the presence, the presence that texting does not bring. And the last thing is where I think texting is really great is to set up logistics. If you can just bounce back and forth like, to your friend, hey, let's meet for dinner next Friday at this time. Perfect. It's short and sweet, and there's not so much energy that's needed to be sent out to create the text, and then they don't have to give so much energy to respond to the text. So that's great. That's great for friends, for dating, um, for your parents, and so forth. And then let's add a little bit further. Let's say video call and video chats, um, and even calling when you have another dimension of your senses, your voice, your ears, your actual, your sight that does add more connection as well and you get their presence the actual message is not as diluted as much as if it was just sent through a text and you're just communicating over text however i will say that you'll get to a point where there's especially for um, relationships that are long distance with your family or your friends that it feels empty because that has become the primary source of your connection. And because you're not physically with you, but you're talking literally to a screen, if your screen was just shut off, you're literally just talking to a screen like I am right now, it's not satisfying. So if you want a more satisfying life, you have to wean off of all this texting and this device communication with another human being and make effort for the offline, for the offline value, for the offline communication, their presence, their worth. You get the full potency of their presence and their message and their empathy and their warmth and their support. And we don't want to dilute that through texting, right? And that's something that I definitely don't want to be diluted. To summarize, 
be aware that you're an energetic being and whoever you're trying to communicate with is an energetic being and to really experience the deliciousness and the presence of these individuals of connection of a relationship invest more of your energy into real life connection into real life interactions and less on texting less on needing to always maintain in contact through that because more often than not i would say it actually dilutes the connection dilutes the messaging dilutes the satisfaction does it add to it so let's talk practicality in terms of texting your phone and actually staying productive and conserving that energy so my tips are going to be predominantly for iphone but if you can find a similar app or something to limit your screen time listen up so what i recommend is to use do not disturb you can use do not disturb and actually set a schedule so that's schedule for me and it could be different for you but have it set up to a work time where you actually want to focus and you don't want to be disturbed for me i actually put it for the entire work day which is from 9 a.m to 5 p.m and yes i may respond to messages in between because i'm on a break and i feel inspired to text then but from nine to five that is really where i have to practice and use my discipline in order to make sure that nine to five I'm not on my phone wittily waddling and texting all day because I know I'm using energy. It for sure is using my energy. So I have that set up. Not if I people also know says do not disturb, not disturb me. And that is a really good boundary to have because if you're able to conserve your energy for your work for that day, you're able to actually give your full presence once you're done and be completed and checked off those tasks for after when you talk to your friends or respond to messages or watch Instagram, TikTok reels, or videos like that or whatever, like after work, if you wanna give it your full attention, you have that because hello, you deserve it because you did your work. You did your work. Another thing I think is really amazing on iPhone, I just discovered this is there's notification summary. So you can set it up for certain apps, for example, things I use often that have notifications such as messages. I also use this messaging app called Voxer. Maybe you have Instagram, WhatsApp, anything else. You can set it so there's a notification summary that comes up only at a scheduled time. So it will group all the notifications. And for me, it comes on at like 3 p.m. and I think 6 p.m. So I don't get any notifications from messages or anything like that until 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. And I, what I also do is, you know, because our age, our society, we all get distracted by all these pings and we want to get to our attention. Like, oh, I want to respond. And just having that mental thought that, oh, there is something I need to respond to later, that to-do becomes a to-do in our heads, which is amazing. That actually eats up a lot of my, <laughs> my energy. It's just like a little 1%, a little like 0.5% every every hour or so, but it's, it's there. So if you want to cut it out, make it zero. I actually put do not allow uh, notifications for messages. And I do that for certain apps and I kind of will toggle back and forth. So that's just me. That's a little bit more maintenance, but I use that back and forth when I have days. I'm like, I really need to focus. So I like turn off all not my notifications, but you're like, and then you might say, why don't you just not use your phone? Well, <laughs> my phone and my laptop is where I do work. 
and a lot of people do do work on their phone and their laptops and unfortunately um, if you just have one device for your communications and also your work then this is what we got but another really good tip is i have not implemented this but i know um, one of my good friends um, Mo, if you're listening, he's a doctor and also an NFT founder. He actually has two phones. So he has a work phone or technically a phone that does not have any apps or anything like that. And I think he doesn't even have messages. So that's the phone he uses from his work day. And I think he's a hard worker. So he will use it, I believe, quote me, don't quote me, but let's just say 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., something like that. He uses that phone. And then when he's done work, he's done the thing then he uses his actual fun phone. And I think people use that for certain other purposes. I don't even know why that was a good wink. That was supposed to be a naughty wink. But that's another really great option. You might like, that might be a little bit more hassle, I think too, because now you have two phones, but it could help. Another thing I think is that it is really about energetic boundaries and discipline with yourself. If you haven't watched my discipline video, please watch that because discipline is not just how can I fix this right now? You actually have to go back to your core memories and reprogram it and refigure out um, why you feel like you're not a disciplined person. Go back to that, heal that, heal as much as you can and then take some action and then whenever things come up, then you can heal again. Another topic for healing. So I really believe that you're doing your best. Love you all. If you're listening to this podcast episode, please leave five-star reviews. You can always message me on Instagram at at Michiquan, M-I-C-H-I-K-W-A-N. I am so happy to be connecting with you all and we'll talk soon. Please leave a five-star review. I am doing a giveaway for the first month of my podcast launch. Also this channel launch. Details are all below, but super exciting. We'll be giving away three one-on-one sessions to work with me where we do something super transformative, super light, fun, airy, get into your vibration through EFT tapping. Maybe it's shadow work, maybe it's quantum jumping. Whatever makes sense to serve you, let's do it. And I also be giving away one spot in my group mastermind. So that is worth thousands of dollars. And it's the transformation that will really rocket you to where you want to go. And also be giving away a $100 gift card. So rules uh, details are below. I love you, my baddies, and we'll talk very soon.